yeah, microscope, big picture. Uh, this is basically the line that would appear in a history book. Like, an ancient empire rises and falls. Cavemen at the dawn of time found the first civiliza civilization. Mankind leaves the earth, etc., etc. Want something big with a lot of space to work with. Oh, here's something uh, fun that my friends are doing that might be interesting for us to do. What if Rome develops steam technology? That's actually an idea that I was considering for a while. Oh, you heard about that too, huh? No, uh, convergent. Oh, no, no. Apparently, Romans have been experimenting with steam, just didn't really go anywhere with it. But what if they did? No, I just meant that it was a convergence of ideas. Oh, uh, hmm. I, I do remember listening no. to yeah. a fandable podcast about time travel and the, how, like, they had to stop an alternate reality where Rome invented steam because they didn't have as many slaves or something for... Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Slaves. Yeah. Well, honestly, it's not that far-fetched. I mean, as soon as the Empire started to contract... So they developed steam power. They may have been able to go through it in the long haul. Yeah. So actually, the setting I was working on is basically the. It's kind of based off a. It's sort of a pre-steampunk version of sort of Roman Britain. So, the big picture would be the Roman Empire discovers steam technology. Okay, then. Yeah, I don't really have much for this besides the current... Besides, basically, the idea of it involves a lot of fey, and there's Eberron-level technology, but... Yeah. Okay, then. Or, well, Magitech. Now we bookend history with the starting and ending periods and decide whether those tones are light or dark. Uh, for an example, would be, again, when mankind leaves Earth, the start period would be, be mankind makes new life among the stars, and the ending period would be humanity stagnates, isolated, and alone, a dark period. Mm. I think the start would be the... Roman McRoman name discovers the steam engine or something, and the I end was thinking Flavius Cornholius. Uh, no, uh, that wasn't. You were, you were the worst. I am the worst. Hmm. Flavius Gracchus. Yes. Flavius Gracchus? Yeah. Okay, then. Rome actually has a history of, uh, people of the Gracchus family doing some crazy influential shit. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. So, start period, Flavis Gracchus discovers the steam engine. I hope we're not butchering that pronunciation. Well, we butcher any Roman pronunciation. The way they actually pronounce things was really weird. Well, yeah. Apparently the language is close to French, yeah. I think. So, yeah. Well, it makes sense. I mean, French is based on Latin. Interesting thing, though, is that whereas in French you pronounce none of the letters, Latin you pronounce all of them. Well, you pronounce none of the consonants in French, except for maybe one or two. Especially throughout the end. 
in a word that's made up of like 20 vowels. There aren't 20 vowels, but they make them. Anyway, so... It sounds like it's made of 20 vowels. Okay, what do you think the end period would be? Well, every civilization has to come to an end. What? Uh, so, so the uh, fall of the yeah. Neo-Roman Empire, or whatever we're going to call it. Yeah. Assuming it does fall. Yeah. well, you know. Yeah. If it, if it does fall, it's probably due to all the lead. Probably, yeah, that wasn't a good idea. Probably contributed to the first fall, <laughs> the actual yeah. fall. All leaders have brain damage. They grow up putting fucking lead in their food. Oh yeah, the, the thing about tomatoes being poisoned, yeah. only because they used lead plates. Yeah, it also doesn't help that they used mercenaries, who eventually overtook their entire army. Yeah. And then when the mercenaries didn't get paid on time, they just fucking salted everything. Those were the Ostrogoths, right? I believe so, yeah. I remember there was one group... Then they ransomed for 5,000 peppercorns. Which is a big deal, you know? Yeah. Peppercorns were very expensive back then, and they yeah. actually would make a very good source of portable wealth. Apparently more than its weight in gold. Yep. Yeah, right. Peppercorns don't weigh a lot. Uh, okay. So I'm just gonna put for the end period the Empire Falls. Falls. I'm gonna say this it. Uh, do you think those are light or dark periods, respectively? Depends on what's around them. Yeah. Mm. So, uh. What if we just work on that for a little bit? Nah. Uh, the light or dark period? Or well, what's just... surrounding it? So. Okay. Uh, then like the world in. around the Roman Empire. Yeah. So, like, if the rest of the world is doing great at the time of Rome's decline, it's like, it, it'd basically be like an infection flaring up. Yeah, so I'm assuming they take over. Uh, Until, like, someone else gets their hand on the technology yeah. that they do. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I'm actually thinking China will probably last a while. Partially because of physical isolation, partially because they have all of the wealth and all of the shit that people want. And just a society that runs very well. Yeah. Confucianism. It's literally designed to make a very smooth running society and nothing else. Yep. Yeah, Confucius was conservative as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Very well through the time. And allowed jack shit in terms of freedom. Mm hmm. Anyway, so. Eastern Europe falls almost instantly. Uh, they probably crossed. They probably tried to cross the Sahara, but given the fact that the various people there were experts at fighting in that type of terrain, they probably wouldn't be able to take it over very easily. Not to mention disease. Not to mention disease, yeah, of course. The Sahara is a true barrier from, yeah. Yeah. So, the reason why the Zulu have been unaffected for so long, the only way they could get there was for boats and, well, which ah. the Sahara is effectively an ocean in terms of isolating people. Yeah. So, uh, 
that being said, the corn probably falls under the steam engine. Uh, and Eastern Europe goes down without a fight, if I haven't mentioned it before. Mm. I imagine the Gauls are going to put up a fight, but... Yeah, but, I mean, I was going to save the... Actually, the Gauls did fall to Rome pretty early on. You're thinking about the Germanic tribes? Yeah. I was saving them for last, because uh, those are the ones that did a lot of the... Rebellion. Yeah. So the conquering resistance. Yeah, they they put up a fight, but eventually eventually fall to this new empire. Well, I guess the question that becomes: uh, How do they utilize the steam technology? Uh, exactly. What are they capable of? Uh, I don't know. They they weren't capable of trains. That's for damn sure. Be- Although, you know, but that all loads be much of a stretch. Or maybe steamboats come first. Uh, should we move on to the pallet? I was thinking something yeah. like a car, or some kind of um, vehicle that runs on the Rome's many roads and infrastructure. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah. So, anyways, uh, maybe we should move on to the pallet and decide whether or not each. Discovering the steam engine is probably light for the Empire, for doing it from the, their perspective. And the Empire's fall is probably dark. From their perspective, for goddamn sure. Yeah, dark. Uh, palette, uh, you add or ban ingredients. Uh, no magic. What? Uh, the palette is a list of things the players agree to reserve the right to include or outright ban. It gets everyone on the same page about what belongs in the history and what doesn't. Each player can add one thing, either a yes or a no. Add something to, you, to the yes column if you think the other players would ex- not expect it to be in your history, but you want to be able to include it. Add something to the no column if you think the other players would expect it to be in the history, but you don't want it to be included. Players can go in any order. You don't have to add anything to the palette if you don't want to. If every player did add something, repeat step one, etc., etc., Feel free to discuss and negotiate. No one should be unhappy about what winds up added or banned. If something is in the yes column, it doesn't exist in history until someone introduces it in play. Something might be in the yes column, but never get used at all. Uh, okay then. So you already banned magic. No gunpowder, because... Uh, I think we, we each we go in turns. Next would be oh, right. P, and then yeah. would be... Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That was like a rude discussion kind of thing, but yeah, that, make, that makes much more sense. Well, uh, I'm going to... Yeah, include steam-powered cars. Okay, then. Uh, okay, then I guess for mine, I'll include... Probably look more like carriages. Yeah. Wooden cars. Yeah. I'll include a Roman... What? I'll include a steam cult, I guess, for the palette. Steam cult? Like, they make up a god of steam, etc., etc. Or, what if... uh, What if the mythology reforms so that Vulcan becomes the head of the Pantheon to represent Mm -hmm. us? As is often the case. Yes. I mean, you see, Vulcan would definitely be the god yeah. of steam. And you see it with the 
Although, oh. when does this happen? Because this might be this might happen after Rome uh, converts to Christianity. I was thinking like uh, I was thinking Tetrarchy here. Uh, Tetrarchy. Yeah, uh, during the reign of Diocletian. When's this? I'm terrible with years. Yeah, it was right before Constantine. Tetrarchy. Who kind of destroyed the whole idea of the Tetrarchy. Uh, oh, so... Uh, and made uh, it so it was just the Eastern and Western. I'm probably butchering it's, this. I'm probably butchering all of this. It starts at... Pre-Byzantine. Yeah, pre-Byzantine. According to Wikipedia, it starts at year 284. And it at year 324. And you said Constantine? Yeah. Oh, well, he at least gets a lot of the blame for basically being the reason why... Rome eventually fell. The, why Western Rome fell. Fucking Constantine. Well, he page. split the empire in half. Yeah. Or, I mean, Not splitting anyone. it in four and still governing all of them, like was the initial plan. Anyway, so Vulcan Holotus becomes the leader of the Pantheon, I guess. Yeah. Not the leader of the Pantheon, but the most worshipped of the gods. I mean, well, like Jupiter is probably still the mo is still the head of the Pantheon, but it's like how Mars is to the Romans originally. Vulcan is now to these new neo Romans or whatever we're calling yeah. them. And though occasionally the head of the pantheon does change to reflect differing values in society, for instance, the uh, you know the Norse pantheon Thor was at one point the chief god. I thought uh, that was Tyr. Probably Tyr too at some yeah, point. Probably Tyr at some point as well. But then Odin eventually took it due to the fact that they were putting more emphasis on strategy than valor at that point. Mm -hmm. Not to mention, you know, he's the daddy. Yeah, true. Though, that might have been retconned, too. It's different. Norse mythology's weird, just because most of it was written down by, by the Christians, Christians who were trying to convert them and trying to write things so that they could still have the original stuff. That's why Ragnarok happens. Yep. It's probably why Ragnarok, the entirety of Ragnarok Oh, happens. definitely. Doing the cat thing, no. I don't think you can ever stop doing the cat thing. You know what I mean? The, the batting things off of things. Yeah. So next is Adrian's turn. And you get to add or ban something again. You still going with gunpowder? Actually, no. I think that might be why Rome falls. Only China can stop Rome. And that's because they invented gunpowder. Hell, they might, you know... Because, you know, inventing gunpowder happened centuries after Rome fell. Okay, then. Uh, I'm to look something up. Okay, then. Yeah. We don't necessarily have to follow a complete history. Uh, and also we'll be adding historical events during actual play. This is just setting up the different stuff we want to add to it. But yeah. Uh, so the main book on gunpowder came out in the 14th century, 
So this lasts in a what language? Chinese. Oh well. I don't know if we're already some Chinese language. I'm not sure if they have. Not sure if they ever all spoke the same language. I don't know if we're still going with. Again, if we're going with alternate history, we could alter that too. Yeah, it's called the Huolongjing. Hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Rome could probably give enough pressure to China that they would seek to innovate. Yeah. You know, uh, gunpowder was originally made as an immortality formula. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of stuff, honestly. Yeah. It's more than you'd think. I bet. So you want to add China invents gunpowder early to the palette? Yeah. Okay. Well, they have more pressure to uh, develop various technologies at some point. Okay, then now it's Pete's turn again, unless you want to stop. They have more pressure to innovate, so uh, they'd probably come up with it sooner. So yeah, it's Pete's turn to add or ban something. Uh, you can, we can always just stop here. and Yeah. Yeah, I know. yeah yep. there's a lot to think about. Yeah. We can, we can stop and come back to it later. Yeah. Uh, again, if you think of a cool idea, you can just add it and play later. Okay. Okay, so we're done with the palette. Mm -hmm. Alright, so first pass. Group decisions are now over for the rest of the game. Each player makes decisions individually and has vast power to shape history. Each player now gets to add one more detail to the history, creating either a new period or event. Players can go in any order they want. Uh-huh. To add a period, place it between any two adjacent periods, then give a short description of what happens during that time, say if your tone is light or dark. An event is a specific thing that happens inside a period, like a prince seizing a throne or a colony ship arriving to a new world. To add a new event, decide what period the event is in. If there are already other events in that period, place it before or after one of them. An event must be inside an existing period. Tell the other players what happens during the event. See if the tone is light or dark. Mm -hmm. And now for playing the game. First, uh, who is go starting a new game? Decide which player will become the first lens. Uh, the lens will declare the focus of the game, the part of history you're going to explore for this turn. Then you make history. Each player takes a turn creating either a period, event, or scene. The lens goes first, then around the table to the left. What you create must relate to the current focus. The lens can choose to create two things on her turn so long as they are nested inside each other. Either a new event plus a scene inside that event, or a new period plus an event inside that period. This gives the lens more power to get the focus going, and the lens finishes the focus. After each player has taken a turn, the lens gets to go again and add another period, event, or scene, or two nested things. This lets the lens have the last word about the focus. After all players have addressed the focus, we take a step back and examine legacies, elements of history we want to remember to explore later on. Choose a new legacy. The player to the right of the lens picks something from play during the last focus and makes it a legacy. Explore the legacy. The player creates an event or dictated scene that relates to one of the legacies, either the one just, cr just created or one already in play, and the new lens, the player to the left, then becomes the new lens and picks a new focus and repeat. So let's be the first lens. Because I got something interesting. Go for it. 
British Isles steel steam technology uh, because uh, they didn't really uh, have uh, Rome hasn't quite figured out steamboats yet. They're focusing more on land-based travel. And the uh, Gibraltar Strait has actually given them uh, a little bit of trouble just like before. Is this a period, event, or scene? Uh, a period is... Uh, this could be an event. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, an event has to be attached to a period. So... I guess the period would wait, be... Uh, does the, I forget. The land gets to create two things on the first turn. The, the land gets yeah. Bake the land. You can create two things on your turn so long as they are nested inside each other. So you can make a period about the Romans, uh, something about whatever they're doing right now, and the event you're describing. You can have that in. Romans are figuring out uh, how to make cars with steam-powered cars, and in the process. Uh, people of the British Isles steal that technology and try to use it to make boats. Okay, that's the event. Uh, well, I don't know how period is. Okay, let me explain. Uh, a period is the largest subdivision of history. It is a very large chunk of time, usually decades or centuries depending on your history, like an era of feudal war or stellar colonization. Okay, early uh, uh Within like uh, 30 years after the Romans really started uh, utilizing steam technology. Uh, I know, but like, do you have a description of this era, of this period, or. Uh, no. Um, uh, I'm just. How uh, is this just. This is showing some really big gaps in my storytelling ability. Yeah. Well, at least you get more practice with it. Yeah, good point. Uh, what should we call it? Would it be like the initial technological revolution of the Romans? I yeah, guess? that's what I meant to say, yeah. The age of steamy competition. It's excellent steamy. So the period would be uh, Rome enters the age of steam. And the event would be uh, British Isle stealing it? Or. Yeah. British Isles steal the secret of steam. What would it really be stealing? Because the British Isles were under the control of Rome. At that point in time? I believe so, yeah. Uh, well, then do you want to make the British Isles, or do you want to make some sort of rebel group within the Romans then? Or, well, or maybe uh, they lost control of the Isles at some point? Yeah, well, yeah what, ha what happened to Londinium? Yeah, uh, Britain was invaded in, like, 55 BC. Londinium. Yeah, but when, uh, when, when the Empire started to contract, wasn't Britain one of the first to go because of the fact that it's an island chain and supplying, you know, required ships? Actually, let's look this up. When did, uh, when did, yeah, yeah. when did Londinium fall? Okay. If it happened before or after Constantine. We probably should have went with a fantasy setting. We should have. But we're no, committed no, no, this to is this. more interesting. We're learning about history. So. It's probably a bitch to listen to, though. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs>
Well, uh, that's that's their problem. Well, oh, wow. Way, okay. to, way to care about the listeners, Adrian. <laughs> I'm uh, way joking. to care God about damn. the five people who listen to this. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're listening to this anyway, so. Yeah, no. If they're already putting up with us. Yeah, it's that's kind of my point. <laughs> Oh and I'm pretty sure at least three of them are us, respectively. Yeah. I haven't interacted with anything at all, so uh, that means two of them are you. Yeah. So that means me. That means we have three fans. Yeah. Uh, let me check the pod feed real quick. <laughs> no, I mean. Oh, hey, we have a total of 27 plays or downloads or whatever. Okay. So yeah. Uh. 407, 409, Barbarians controlled it. The 5th century. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, never mind. Uh, fuck my idea, then. Uh. Well, it could just be that... Uh, Their technology, technology was developed in Britain. There we go. Yeah, it's difficult to steal something you already own. Yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, it's very easy to steal something you already know if you've ever published anything in an academic circle. Mm. Uh, Have you heard about all of the self-plagiarism that happens? What? People get in trouble for for plagiarizing research papers that they wrote. Uh, So the event would be British Isles Researchers Naval Technology, was it? Okay. So the... Uh. Yeah, just because it makes sense. Okay, so I'm uh, next. I, I wondered when that was going to happen. Hey, next time we have Mockery, I'm going to start Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Fine with me. I'm going to I'm have to learn it then. It's a good system, okay? It's not Pathfinder anymore. It, you told me, yeah. Um, Except the Envoy class is really fucking weird and poorly designed. There's always at least one of them. Not poorly designed as an unplayable, just poorly designed as in its abilities don't really synergize well with themselves. Yeah. Oh well, that's what... uh, The new guy made those. (laughs) That's what subclasses are for. True. And the, the soldier subclasses get really interesting. And uh, rewrites like the Earth or kind of ranger. Rewrites where half of why beast sucks. The other half of why beast sucks is the premise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this podcast has so far alienated sort art on line watchers and beast the primordial players. So we're probably fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Uh, did you, you? Did you? Uh, Adrian is currently picking up Eli the cat and is now holding it as a child. Well, I say that loosely, but yeah. No, what? Anyway, did you ever say what the focus is? What is the focus? Uh, focus. It's like again, since it's your turn, we'll all all be adding to like this idea. Listeners are so frustrated, we're like, oh, great, now Adrian's joining. Now we have to listen to them trying to figure out the system again. That's cool. 
Uh, what should I call it? You should listen to... You should listen... You should have... Well, the last session came out, like, last God week. Damn it. Or, like... Yeah, yeah microscope came... Yeah, the last... To date this episode, the last microscope session came out, like, last week. So, you could have listened to it and learned the rules if you really wanted to. Oh, no. Uh, you're peeking... You're... you're... I'm pulling back the curtain. No. Oh well. If I'm really that concerned about it, I'll just delete this audio. I will. Oh ping, no. I will use my pa- I will use my stand. The editor. <laughs> uh, which, uh, but yeah, the folk. Oh geez, I lost my page. The focus. The part of history you're going to explore right now. Uh, so you wanted to explore the whole boat technology thing. Yeah. Okay. It'd be interesting. Just the whole, the real advantage to steam technology, at least in terms of focusing on transportation, is well, a lot of the big problems in the ancient world were because things could only travel as fast as the horse, and horses couldn't travel for very long. Only humans can move at you know like, non-stop. Horses can only go about, like, 20, 21 miles where they have to stop and rest for the entire day. Yeah. We're all men of science. We know this. <laughs> I guess. Anyway, uh, making a history... Yeah, so, since you're done with your two things, the player to the left... Of you can make a period, event, or scene, and then so which would be Pete. So after Pete, oh no, it'll be you. Wait, what? Oh yeah, yeah. my left. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> we went in a different order last time, so we did. We did. You you said left. <laughs> so yeah, it's my turn to make a period, event, or scene mm, that somehow relates to this. <sighs> Got anything? I have an idea. I just need to generate a name. Hold on. While we're waiting. Alrighty then. Uh, I think I'll make an event inside Rome enters the age of steam. Oh yeah, you forgot. Eh, I'm just gonna say. Rome enters the age of steam is a light event, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And British Isles research, naval technology, that'd be a light or dark event. Light. Okay. Okay, so my next event, I'm gonna say is a light event. And I'm going to say that... Tiberius Balbillus decides to use the new technology to sail to the end of the world and back. And that'll that's my turn. Now it's Peter's turn. Are you implying what I think you're implying? I don't know. Anything can happen. You could immediate. One of you could immediately butt in and say, "Oh, he fucking died." 
Oh, you and I both know we're not going to do that. Probably not. I mean, I, I'm not going to speak for Pete, but... There's well, no, whatever. You can make an event, period, or scene that relates to so, uh, Roman naval technology. I'll take an... I'll take an event. Uh, so, an event nestled in Roman enters the Age of Steam. Yeah, uh... Actually nestled in yours. No, no, it's a... Mine is an event. You oh, can't okay. have an event in a period. It would just be in a period before or after that. Oh, okay. No, I just wanted to expand on that a bit. Okay. Uh, so, he ends up dying. But... One of his... One of his ships does manage to reach the New World. Uh, like... Oh, 800 centuries early... So, like, now the Native Americans have steam technology or something. No, no, no. no. Just instead of encountering Norsemen first, they encounter Romans. Yep. I mean, we don't know. (laughs) So, I'm going to roll a die, see where they end up. Sure. Alright, so, one is... Like the Canadian islands that no one knows the name of. Mm, I think it's Newfoundland. No, uh, the close, the ones near Greenland. Okay. Ah. Uh, eight is like Brazil. Okay. I don't think that's possible. All right, so what is- we've landed like. Caribbean-ish or Mexico? How they went into the Aztecs. Well, here's the question. How did that happen? Well, they probably all died and the ship just kept sailing to the Caribbean. No, uh, I was saying the... The captain died. The captain died and a lot of the crew died. And I'm thinking it was probably more than one ship because historically expeditions have included... I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Precedent. What's up? Well, what's their what's their uh, jumping off point? Is it North Africa? Is it London? Is it Iberia? Is it France? I was is it the Canary Islands? No, I was thinking it would be branching off from the British Isles. I imagine there'd be much lesser range, especially if they're going straight west, unless the current pushed them that far. I'm not sure if the current would push them that far uh, yeah. south. I'm guessing it would be, yeah, like Maine or the East Coast. And New England starts early. Yeah. It would be New England, or at the very least, New Londinium. So, yeah. But I'm actually going to call this a dark time because they don't have enough fuel to get back. Yeah, they arrive. They probably don't last long, but they last long enough to spread disease. Yeah. Mm, wait. I don't know. Well, that's up to you then, isn't it? What yeah. happened? What well, does the crew do uh, once they land upon the shores? Yeah. Uh, last. So yeah, since both me and Pete have had our turns, the lens finishes the focus. After each player has taken a turn, the lens gets to go again and add another period, event, or scene, or two nested things. 
This lets the lens have the last word about the focus. Oh, I get to decide. Mm -hmm. uh, if, I, if it was me running the scene, I'd personally like want the Native Americans to get steam technology, oh, yeah, given how often too. they get fucked over in history. Yeah, true. Well, how about this then? You know, disease, because of these early colonists, disease ravage goes through the Native American population just like it did before. But... They get immune to it? Well, all the survivors, yeah, are yeah. resistant to the disease. But, because this exposition is a failure and they're never heard from again as far as Rome is concerned, well, they don't go in that direction for centuries. Yes. And the Native American populations have the chance to bounce back. Okay. What if... Uh... And they do. So that would be would that be a period event or scene? Because like I'd enjoy a period of like, uh, what should I call it? Maybe it could it could be a period of like uh, the Great Plague swipes over the New World and like an event of uh, rejuvenate rejuvenation of the New World's population afterwards. This reminds me. So like a. Dark and a, a dark, a dark period, but a light event. So I'm gonna, so I'm gonna say this. It might be an event, an event. No, do you think the disease is an event or a period? I'm. Well, how? Well, the event is disease, and the period is. Uh, the great die-off of Native American populations. Like, the ravages of plague is the period. The event is the plague coming to, uh, American shores. Wait, what? It, the period is the... But the period is the ravages of a plague, yeah. and the event is... Well, it's, the, it didn't happen... A period and an event are kind of... Well, no, no, what I mean it's is... Like, in... Our actual world, yeah. the whole, you know. I'm just saying it might be a bit hold redundant. Let me just, let me just put, my, hold on, yeah. let me put my words together. But the, no, I the, mean, I, the, 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 all those diseases came from into the Americas from Europe. Central America, from Cortez. But from that initial jumping off point, over the ensuing decades, it spread all across both continents. Well, yeah, but that would be a period, but an event. Yeah, that's what like I'm describing. The yeah. period, the period of I know, you know. Yeah, I'd love to elaborate more. But why would you have? What what what's the event for then? Oh, uh, so the period would just be the plague sweeps the new world. Yeah. Um, and the events would be things that happen while this is going on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Which is why I was a bit confused, because yeah. you talked about the disease twice. Right. So, a dark period, so where, a dark period, the disease sweeps to the new world. Is that it, then? Or, and a light event, I guess, in that uh... I don't know. We could just end on disease sweeps the new world, and we can describe. I don't know what the event would be like. Uh, 
those immune to the disease group up and form new uh, settlement settlements, I guess? Yeah. Again, it's Adrian's thing, so he gets the last say on it. Yeah. Hmm. You could event that period. The Iroquois Confederacy forms early. Okay, then. I because say... that general area is where all those tribes are hungry, and they're like... Actually, no. That's further inland, isn't they, it? Yeah, it's further inland, plus they were almost constantly at war. Yeah. At this point in time, at least. If and even then plague hit all of them. Yeah. They don't keep fairly good records until the time start keeping records for them. Yeah, not, not a lot of Native American cultures have written language. Well, they yeah. don't really need to, honestly. Yeah. That being said, the oral traditions of the Hopi are really interesting. Uh, particularly their writings about the Anasazi. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm uh, going to say that. Because of all these diseases coming and the knowledge that these odd white people are somehow brought it over, they realize, okay, we're dying, there are not enough people to support a war. And we have a bigger threat on the horizon. These demons coming in from the east that bring death and destruction in their wake. Yeah. So, like... I mean, it's, it's going to spread into the Iroquois territory yeah. very quickly, like, oh, yeah. within a number of years. Yeah, and actually, the Iroquois did stretch. I think they did. Stretch to the coast? East. It's just that it's kind of confusing, because they're... Five, arguably six, Iroquois tribes. Yeah, exactly. Those tribes unite to yeah. form a nation. Depending on whether or not you count the Huron. Right. Which my family does, but... No. That's because they want free shit. Yeah. <laughs> we say they're Huron, because we're Huron. <laughs> No, no particular reason. They're just uh, they're just our ancestors. <laughs> yeah, virtually nobody else does that. So here the comments prove me wrong. Give me a scholarly paper. I want to see it. I actually do. This stuff interests me. It's interesting <laughs> stuff. The Iroquois Confederacy forms early and creates a mythology based on the Romans bringing disease, or at least a myth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it makes sense, you know, you're only, well, if you have darker skin tones, you'd only be pale if you were sick or dead. They think they're zombies! (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) That is the stupidest shit I've ever heard. He's the land, so he gets final say. I'm, Are you? I don't, I don't, well, hold on, hold on. Try to talk me out of this, please. <laughs> How dumb is that? <laughs> I don't know where to start. <laughs> I'm I mean, sleep deprived, and I woke not, up like a lot less than hour. I mean, you're not. Quite a flat earther, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I'm just trying to think of things from the from the uh, indigenous, indigenous people's perspective. Yeah. Like, 
Why are they white? Uh, I don't know. Maybe they're dead. Corpses spread disease very easily. I don't know. <laughs> this is what happens when you pull stuff your butt. Every so often, yeah. you grab a church. <laughs> that actually is a good quote. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ashamed for saying that. I am incredibly ashamed for saying that. You didn't, I did. No, I'm ashamed oh. for encouraging that. <laughs> but yeah, that horrible, dis- that horrible moral degeneracy. <laughs> anyway, that was the real fall of Rome. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I just um, wanted to work that in. They know about the white man now. Yeah. Anyway. They, but yeah, they and they know to fear them and not trust them and know that they bring death. <laughs> also, I'm thinking a bit of it revolves around reverse engineering the technology. Uh, so oh. Because New England has a shit ton of coal. It does have a shit ton of coal, and they have the ship, and they can figure out how the fuck it yeah. works. Uh, oh yeah, so you're finished with the focus. Uh, so it's time for a legacy. Elements of the history want to remember. One problem, though. Mm. Metal. There's tons of metal. Oh yeah, the regular copper. It would encourage them to use... It might send them into the Bronze Age. Uh, after all players have addressed the focus... We take a step back and examine legacies. Elements of history you want to remember to explore later on. So, choose a legacy. The player to the right of the lens picks something from play during the last focus and makes it a legacy. Which is Peter, I assume. So, uh, for the next thing, we should probably actually talk about the Eastern Hemisphere a bit more. But we're totally coming back to this new world. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's kind of the thing. I'm setting this up early, so later. (laughs) I can't believe I half started this with, I'm going to sail around the world. (laughs) (laughs) That's the kind of thing with history. Things snowball. Uh, so, legacy. And we often forget the fact that Europe wasn't the only thing that was happening. Yeah. Oh, for those of you listening, both Adrian and Peter are white, while I am black. (laughs) Just in case you were curious. Pete has a little bit of Native American ancestry, but... Not much. (laughs) Well, so do I, so, you know. Really? Yeah, I think my great-grandfather. I'm not sure what tribe he was from, because the records that, like, had that were thrown away on accident. So, you know. That happened a lot back then. So, we have a little bit more sway over the conversation than most Americans, including myself. Mm, I forget if it was grandpa. I forget how many generations back it was supposed to be, so, you know, I'm not sure, so I'm not going to comment anymore on it. I've got some reservation dwellers a couple generations back, and no, that is not an official term. Hmm. Uh, So, yeah, the legacy is the new world folded. Yes. (laughs) 
Alrighty then, Explorer Legacy. Oh, I have a better name. New Worlds and New Civilizations. Well, they have one big... Well, the thing is, Native Americans have one big problem. They don't have anything to domesticate. They don't have horses, yeah. But, originally they did. A lot of the... So, yeah, thousands thing, of years ago, yeah, they ate them all. An interesting thing is that if you go by the land bridge migration theory, which has been thoroughly... It hasn't been debunked, but there's a there's a bit of evidence against it, or at least that it didn't go the way it the way that we think it does. But putting that aside, one of the prevailing hypotheses is that people moved uh, people moved east across the Beringia Land Bridge, and as they did this, they they just stayed as nomadic cultures and followed the herds. So as a result of this, they never actually had to sit down and domesticate any animals, except for occasionally the wolves that would come there. Yeah. Uh... And funny thing is, dogs might have created themselves. Yeah. Just because... People didn't kill the friendly wolves. Yep. Whereas the aggressive ones that tried to steal their food would get stabbed and then eaten. The less aggressive. Or else just run the fuck away. Yeah. Whereas the less aggressive ones, people didn't really give a shit about because they realized that they weren't really. They were just taking the stuff they weren't going to eat anyway. And they realized that they could use them. Yeah, but the thing is, only a handful. Of, I actually done some research on this. There are only four lineages of dogs. No, not that. Domestication in general. Oh yeah. Only a handful of species really lend themselves well to uh, domestication. Yeah, it they need to... a very specific uh, yeah. uh, combination of traits. Yeah. They need to. Uh... They need to be able to reproduce within a human generation. They need to have a good temperament. Uh, they need else? to have a very well-developed social structure. Yes. There was four or five of them. I remember learning about this in anthropology. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. I, I, I have a video. That's how I, I learned things. It's a bunch of video essays. But, yeah, there really weren't any like that on, in the Americas, except for kind of the llama. Well, here's a llama. There's a llama. And another little llama. Llama llama, cheesecake llama, llama llama duck. Are you having a stroke? What did you just do? I believe that is what the kids call a reference. It's the llama song. You've never heard the llama song? No, don't share it. No, I'm sharing the llama song. No. You haven't heard the llama song, so you need to hear the llama song. <laughs> no, oh no. The actual llama song, not me saying, not me butchering the lyrics <laughs> and making it sound almost as if it's something profound which it is not <laughs> you didn't make it sound even closer to profound don't worry that's about it that's how it's going uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, hmm. okay so here uh, that will be stuck in your head for the rest of the day 
Fuchsia Justin, remember to King Crimson that audio later. Oh, also, <laughs> that was that was when YouTube first started in two thousand seven or six, five, five. Or this video was oh six, but yeah. God damn it! I gave it the chance and it just I, I gave it the chance to take root and just kind of I have broken you <laughs> you broke my brain explore a legacy the same player creates an event or dictated scene that relates to one of the legacies in which case is just the new world, so... Uh, I guess we're focusing on Native American culture now. Uh, Pete just gets to make, like, an event or scene based on the the new world, and then we'll move to a uh, new focus. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the proto-Iroquois kind of have to stick together at this point because there are so few of them that it doesn't really... Yeah. Funny thing how culture kind of just falls apart when there aren't that many people. Yeah. I mean, the Black Death is a pretty okay. good indicator of how that happens. Mm-hmm. When there are so few people that you can't actually farm food that well, yeah. you can't fight. Beer saved the world, man. The reason being because they boiled the beer yeah. to make it taste better, so they killed off all the bacteria. Yeah, It's not that the beer actually helped, just that people needed to boil their water so they wouldn't just eat their own shit. Plus, you know, it's fermented food, and fermented oh, yeah. food... It kills off even more. Yeah. I only eat pickles. <laughs> <laughs> I only eat pickles and corned beef. And beer. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. I'm, I, I am insane right now. Get in my belly. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> my, my brain. Yeah, I don't ever want to watch those movies again because I'm certain they haven't aged well. No. <laughs> I saw Awesome Powers like a couple years ago and no one did. <laughs> It's silly as shit. Um, uh, so yeah, Pete gets to make an event or scene that, or a dictated scene that relates to the one of the legacies. Yeah, which I'm sorry, go on. One. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for trying to establish order. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in charge of the audio. It's my job too. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and even then, I'm not that good at it. That's coming across. So, uh, the Iroquois, they probably call themselves something different, but the same group. Discover how to power the steamboat, start mining coal. Haudenosaunee. Iroquois is the French name. Haudenosaunee is the actual name for themselves. Uh, I need to watch that extra history, that couple of extra history episodes on the Iroquois Confederacy, too. Yeah, a lot it's of, the one it missed. Yeah, I'll, 
Yeah, most of what I know about world history comes from either Dr. Berg's classes that start out as one thing and then just kind of branch out into world history. Yeah, that, the world history is that. Yeah. Or extra credit. I was or actually crash course history. I finished their psychology thing and then moved on to their history one. Their psychology ones. Or yeah, not psychology, their philosophy one. Yeah, there's a lot. Really I good. need to finish that. Oddly enough, when I was uh, that brief time I was with Dr. Berg, yeah. that's how I was first introduced to extra history. Yeah. It was like way back when it first started coming out. Yeah, and uh, I caught up on it again years later, and I've been watching it ever since. They just recently did one in the Cuban Missile Crisis. It is terrifying how close we were to total annihilation. Oh, yeah. Like, legitimate, like, pants-shittingly terrified. Mm -hmm. What was I talking about? Uh, you made a scene about... The Hodenoshone. You were talking the about the Hodenoshone. Figure out how to use steam engine and start mining. For yep. your so events. they start mining coal. Yep. And, okay, and now... they start making copper tools from, uh, yeah, the uh, Great Lakes region. And eventually, they would probably be able to get the iron that was there, too. Well, this would just be the East Coast at the moment. Yeah. But, uh... They have centuries. They'd have been, over the next couple centuries, they'd expand into... Michigan and the uh, Upper yeah. Peninsula and its rich iron reserves. Yep. Yeah. I mean, if eventually, like, we can do this kind of stuff with copper. Mm -hmm. This metal, isn't it? Uh, and then they figure out how to use it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, so, yeah. Next lens. The player to the left of the lens then becomes a new lens and picks a new focus. That, that is cool. you. Yes. New focus. Well, yeah. first we had uh, steam-powered Romans, and now we have Iron Age Native Americans. <laughs> I can see... Well... Funny how that snowballs. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, anyway, uh, Justin... Yeah. What is our new focus? Mm, yeah, no, that's a good question. Yeah, they just didn't have... Uh, because the resources here are objectively better than the others. And that's why Europe just kind of conquered everything. Out of sheer dumb luck. Kind of. Yeah. Well, well yeah. again, one disease, two yeah. domesticated animals. Yeah. Really, it's just yeah. Plus the fact that trade with Asia was huge, and after the fall of the Roman Empire, the uh, there were a lot of Arabic scholars who still held on to a lot of the stuff from Rome, yeah. or rediscovered it via completely different methods, and they really advanced civilization. Hmm. Just because if you look at the early caliphates, it's clear that they were very pro-science back then. Oh yeah, early Islam was incredibly pro-science. the caliphs? Yeah. Caliphs? Whatever. Yeah. Caliphs. <laughs> uh, hmm. I kind of want to do something with Flavius Gracchus and 
how like him inventing the steam engine infected him. Yeah. But I'm not sure. Affected or infected? Uh, affected, I apologize. My pronunciation is not great. Yeah. I don't talk much. Hey, better than mine. Well, practice is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking to a complete shut-in. Same. Who only leaves his house at night. I'm probably better, but that's only because I have all the online friends in the world. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of stare aggressively at the neighbors until they take their trash back and keep their shitty kids off my lawn. Anyway. You're an old young man. <laughs> I am. And he's already balding. Yeah. There you go. Your yeah. old soul is manifesting itself. Anyway, Justin, help. Okay, yeah. I'm We're doing too much tangent, not on a feeble top. I'm an old person. <laughs> Uh, okay, it's so It's not yeah. easy being old. The new focus will be the Gracchus family. Okay, make history. Uh, See, it's a vampire. <laughs> either a new event plus yada yada yada. Okay. What are hemp hearts? Hemp hearts? Oh, hemp seeds. Yeah, my mom. Oh, because they're shaped like hearts. Uh -huh. Yeah, my mom uh, drops off a bunch of protein powder dietary supplements and stuff whenever she's in town. Uh, all right, she's that kind of that kind of person. I forgot. Oh yeah, she's mm -hmm. health nut. Yeah. All right, so some nut. No. Good point. Yeah, health is actually pretty good for you. Yeah. Well, isn't she also the like the crystals? Or she the... was for a while. She got really into crystal healing and not the, not even the toned down stuff that is unfortunately pretty common, despite the fact there's no basis for it. Sorry. Basis has nothing to do with why it's popular. Yeah. That being said, she wasn't one of the ones who didn't didn't use real medicine in exchange for it. There are mm. some people who think that crystal therapy cures cancer and, and do that instead of getting chemo. And your mother was not one of those people. No. Thank God. Yeah. She had hope, okay. and clearly she got better. Yeah. So anyways. Alrighty then. So You're giving us chances to tangent. Stop. Yeah, I'm, I'm far too polite. No, you were... You're not you mentioned the hemp parts. Yeah, I, I mentioned them because you, I was waiting for him to come up with something. Thankfully, in between you guys having that conversation, I thought of an idea of what's going to happen. Yeah, but yeah we're giving him time to think. <laughs> we're busy, we're uh, busy ourselves and not making less than air. Yeah. Flavis Gracchus dies and is elevated to deific status. Ah, okay. uh, damn it! He did. She. He. He bit fuck. through the catch-up. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for wording. I was out of words. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna put that in between the discovery of the steam engine slash age of steam and. The British Isles research naval technology. Yeah, makes sense. People didn't live long back then. 
Anyway, so yeah. Uh, uh, I could probably make a scene. Uh, scene. Which would... Uh, the way scenes work is you think of a question and effectively narrate how that question is answered through, like, something that happened. For instance, uh, where is Gracchus's, uh, no, no, that, I don't think that's a good idea. Or, uh, jeez. Byron Blanks? I had an idea, but I'm not your, sure uh, about your it. brain gun? Yeah. Uh, you know why they called them the Celts? Why? Because the last guy who called a script got Celt. I love that Kilt, not Kilt. No, I love that because it hinges on a mispronunciation. And it is terrible on every level. <laughs> there is not a level of that joke that you can't make fun of for being awful. Yeah, I think I'm done. Uh, I, it, it says I can choose to make two things, not that I have to. Anyway, the lens finishes the focus. Or, uh, yeah. Each player creates a period of enter scene. The lens goes first, then goes around to the table to the left. So now Pete gets to make something. What was your thing? Uh, the Gracchus family. Uh, this The event I made was between the discovery of the steam engines last Rome enters the age of steam, and it is Flavius Gracchus dies and is elevated to DFX status, as the Romans were known to do. A minor deity, obviously. Mm. Yeah, like the like the Caesars. So yeah, Pete has to effectively make a scene about the Gracchus family, or you know. So, chain of succession would have probably been the same. So Constantine would likely be emperor. Whether or not he converts is another story entirely. But the important thing is that. Pretty likely that using this influence, this family would be able to marry off one of their daughters into the imperial family. Yeah. Okay then. So another event would be Gracchus family is married into the wait royal is it imperial imperial yeah. family yeah imperial family. And instead of the Christian God, and said the steam engine saves him from that battle. Assuming you're, uh, I'm gonna look something up real quick regarding a diff regarding a different small religion that could have taken off around that time. Christianity, Mithraism. Mithraism. Though it did end, kind of, in the 4th century CE. Go on. Say that some smaller organizations still existed of it. Well, this is more of the 4th century, right? Well, I thought we were working from the 5th. Uh, no, uh, Con no uh, Constantine was like... Yeah, I am terrible with times. 
Hold on, Constantine. Time is very convoluted, yeah. especially when dealing with actual dates. Oh, uh, 306 to 337. So, yeah, uh, the Mithraism was still around. So, yeah, uh, there's a similar event, but due to changes in history. Uh, uh, you are allowed to make one event or scene. Okay. So, yeah, I guess I'll save Mithraism for later if that yeah. happens. It's Adrian's turn now. Mithraism's really neat. Is that your thing that Mithraism happens as a result? No, just that the Gracchus family marries into the Imperial family. So I'm going to say that sitting having his religious vision, um, yeah, steam power uh, wins that battle because he's able to get better to deploy his troops better. So Christianity remains really, really suppressed. It's not allowed to, you know, be assimilated into Roman culture. And it's kind of a, a much more of a slow burn kind of thing. Yeah. It happens later yeah. in the Empire's history. And definitely not, you know, the, you know... Okay, the Roman, uh, the Emperor's Christian now. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, so that would be an event that happens, I assume, late, late into the Age of Steam, or maybe a period. No, 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 or, this happened at the start. This is Constantine. Oh. Because it's no, like Diocletian was in charge. What? In the original draft, it was the time of the Tetrarchy. Oh. We should probably try to just be more vague, honestly. No, no, no. This we're we're learning about history now, and so are listeners. Okay, when does the tactarchy happen? Ah, jeez. I know you're bad. Two ninety three is when it began. I don't know that. I was just looking it up when you asked. Two eighty four Diocletian as Augustus, and it appears to end with Licinius the second and Constantine the second. And Crispus as Caesar's at three twenty-four or three seventeen. He was charred just perfectly for that extra crunch. He was crispy. Uh -huh. <laughs> Weird, because yeah, yeah, three hundred six to three seventy-three. 337. Uh, brain. Come on. Time. You're supposed to be more... You're supposed to be more creative when you're sleep-deprived. What the fuck? I'm assuming this, uh, the steam engine happened, like, a decade before, uh, Constantine ascended into, uh, the Imperial Throne, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Brand new technology. Yeah, instead of the vision to, you know, support Christ, instead he was encouraged by his wife to uh, try to militarize the steam engine. And because of uh, this new technology, he was able to make these very, very rickety uh, carts. 
I mean, most of, I mean, uh, a good amount of them were, uh, it's, it's kind of like a train without rails. Steering them was a son of a bitch, but, uh, for long straight uh, passes of row, they cut time by an enormous fraction. Armies didn't need that much time to march if, as long as they were carried on a uh, an iron horse train. So. That means that they had fewer ra- they were spending fewer rations. They were able to mobilize quickly. They were able to get more troops on the battlefield, and because of that. There is a sudden resurgence in the power of Rome. Just the ability to transport people and goods this rapidly when it changes everything. Just like it did for our world when uh, the Industrial Revolution happened. Also, with steamboats, wouldn't this mean the Empire didn't have to split? It depends on when they make the steamboats. Currently, I have that event. Or the researching and naval technology after the, uh... Oh, yeah, it would be after. It would be after Constantine, but Constantine would think, hmm, what if with this technology we're... With this technology, we may be able to keep the Empire together as one unified whole. So the Empire never splits down the middle. Okay, then. This changes literally everything about Constantine's reign. So, yeah, steam engine is militarized. An iron horse train is made, making Rome have a resurgence of power. Making the Roman Empire have a resurgence of power. The iron horse caravan. This literal just train heading down Roman roads. So, an idea for these. I wish I knew an engineering friend, so they would basically be able to tell me, okay, here's how this would actually work. What if the steering was such that it couldn't be steered. So, they'd have to have uh, people who would measure the exact amount of fuel needed to get from place to place. Yeah. And then they would have some big tough guys go and turn the thing manually, car by car. That's, yeah, that's exactly what I'm suggesting. Yeah. They can't really steer something like that yet. Yeah. They, they didn't think to actually put in a steering wheel. That will happen like decades down the line. Yeah. Again, like trains. You don't control the wheels, you control the tr- you control the, the road. Oh, yeah. He who controls the tracks controls the train. And all roads lead to Rome. They are, they are still master road builders. Yeah. And now, that has become their greatest advantage. They made the roads, they know them inside and out, they know how long it will take. Once they have the equation for, you know, dispensing the right amount of coal... They need, like, a mathematician with every single uh, contingent yes. to make those calculations, but certainly mathematicians are a lot more important and practical yes. outside of the cities. Let's focus on that later. Okay. Don't think it's your turn anymore. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Event, I had the steam engine is militarized and iron horse caravan is made, making the Roman Empire have a resurgence of power. Uh, is that good enough? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Lens finishes the focus after each player has taken a turn. Lens gets to go again and add another period, event, or scene. This lets the Lens have the last word about the focus. 
and that would be you. Mm-hmm. You do. This is a lot more concise than the last one. Yeah, yeah. Probably because I'm not the one in charge. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, yeah. Gracchus family. Gracchus family. Mm. Hmm. Mulling over. Uh, a new branch of Roman government is formed around. Uh, would it be maintain maintaining their infrastructure? I was just going to say steam technology, since it's become so important, I guess. Or or maybe, I don't know, just researching their tech, or researching technology, maybe. Yeah, like, uh, publicly funded research grants for steam power. Yeah. Alright, so a new branch of Roman government is formed around researching steam power. In between British Isles research naval technology and the steam engine is militarized, etc., etc. This is what we should have done first. But said we had to go to the New World. <laughs> yeah. Well, not biased. We want to include America, damn it. <laughs> well, America. America. Fuck yeah. We don't have our maize and tomatoes. Well, we don't have our freedom. <laughs> America, fuck yeah. Coming across the sea to carve some Romans. <laughs> <laughs> America, fuck yeah. <sighs> Conquest is the only way, yeah. <laughs> I'm done. I need to stop. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably make that video not look like a year. But I guess I don't need out. Actually, Romans might have a problem with gout. Yeah, but the Roman gout wouldn't be dictating anything unless. But you already said no magic. <laughs> anyway, uh, I should have that. Gout secretly controls the world. <laughs> wow. Yes. I'm drooling. You're, what do you say was so dumb and actually oh, it made me go into a vegetative state for a second? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Peter. Oh, wait, we still have to make legacies. I almost forgot. Yeah. Uh, choose a new legacy. The player to the right of the lens picks something from play during this lax focus and makes it a legacy. Would that be me? Yeah. yeah, you're the right to me, I think. Uh, yeah, you are. Um, legacy. Run the me one more time. Uh, Sorry, listeners. A legacy is just like something from play that you want to uh, return to. All right. Um, mm. We dealt with Gracchus is deified after he's dead. The family, the Gracchus family, is married into the imperial family. The train, they make their sort of pseudo-train, their primitive train, etc. Roman power increases. New branch of government is formed for researching steam. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, uh, interesting thing. It's actually the perfect time for there to be an 
imperial family to be married into because Constantine was the one who started that back up again. There we go, the Constantine line. That's the legacy I want to go to. Uh, Constantine line. The, uh... Okay, so now... The, um... The scions of both Const the creator of steam and the steam-powered emperor. Uh, explore legacy. The same player creates an event or dictated scene that relates to one of the legacies. Either the one created or one already in place. You could do the new world or the Constantine line for an event or scene. Um, hmm. During the same period or in the future? Uh, well, since you're making an event or scene, it has to be in another period. It could be in the period of discovering the steam engine, it could be in the period of disease swipes across the new world. So it has to be during one of those two periods. Yeah, we can, again, it might be smart if we start creating more periods. Simply we so we have a larger time frame to work with, other than Constantine's reign. And now that we have a different family line and everything, mm -hmm. we can start diverging from history more. Uh, but again, for Constantine's our, son continues the uh, uh, continues royal lineage and research the uh, as planned. Uh, okay then. Now, so that would be. New branch of government. Would this be before the new branch of government is formed so that, like, his son would have made that? Or would it be, like, after the well, British well, Isles? What do you mean by new branch of government? Uh, a new, a new uh, bureaucracy. bureaucracy. Yeah, I would, again, I just said that because it was a research vague. and development yeah. win. Focusing on senior for obvious reasons, yeah. but branching out into other sciences. Uh, yeah. Again, it's just I'm fine. I'm figuring out where to like put these scenes since you know. Yeah. Well, boy, shit is over. I believe it is. Each turn to be the next lens. Help yeah. us. No wait. No, no. You you still have to decide when it takes place. The uh the whole sun taking over thing. Oh um. Yeah. Same as uh, same as before. Uh. Uh, no, I mean, like, on here, like, I have a Word document listing the events and different scenes and periods. Like, when does it take place? Does it take place, like, uh, before Tiberius goes to the New World, or during that time? Before. Before. Okay. Because I imagine that happens after, you know, yeah. steamboats have been established. Yeah. Okay. So, something I'm thinking. Not soon after, like a couple of decades, but not, yeah, uh, not immediately. So, uh, I'm actually thinking that maybe China, China and New Rome don't get well, along. They are initially hostile, but they probably form some sort of trading relationship later. So you want Silk Road. You want your focus yeah, to be Silk the relation, the relation between China and Rome. Alrighty then. Yeah. Actually, the fall of China is pretty interesting. Basically, it was. It pretty much amounted to the Chinese already had everything, but still wanted to trade so they could get a glimpse of what the outside world was like. 
and know how to adapt to that. So they just started taking opium for any for everything, and then they got addicted. Yeah, the first opium war was actually no, that wasn't them. That was uh, that was all Britain's idea. Oh, it was totally Britain. Extra history on the first opium yeah. war. It was totally Britain's idea. I'm just saying that. Uh, That's what made them vulnerable to it. Yeah, just the fact that China wouldn't take, they couldn't take anything else because they already had everything else. Anyway, uh, <laughs> making history, Selene choose to create two things on her turn, or his turn, I so long that. as they are nested inside each other. E either a new event plus a scene inside that event, or a new period plus an event inside that period. This gives the lens more power to focus, to get the focus going. So, I'm thinking that the... Just from here. Uh, okay, so do you want to create an event period or scene? Uh, period. Okay, then. Uh, is that before, or is that, uh, what is it? Uh, is this, I'm just, so the current periods we have are Flavis Gracchus discovers the steam engine and Rome enters the age of steam, or disease weeps the new world and the empire falls. So, uh... I recommend New Period. Help. <laughs> yeah, but where would it be in between that? Would it be in between the first two, or the second two? Uh, the relation between China and Rome? Yeah. That would be after all that stuff. So, okay, so it would be... Decades later. Yeah. Maybe so, it would be after disease sweeps the new world, then. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, then. So... Yeah, it's probably be a couple centuries later, actually. So, Rome and China start... Yeah. Rome and China's relations are originally... originally hostile and... but eventually make peace through trade? Yeah. Uh, Rome attempts to... Yeah. Anyway, you were saying? So, uh, Rome attempts to invade China. Attempts being key word. Yeah. But is pushed back largely due to... Largely due to being in unfamiliar territory and also a bit of. Also, something that contributed to it is that the Chinese, after a few failed battles, one of their generals decided to use gunpowder. Well, how do they invent gunpowder? That's the question. Well, we can cover that in another event yeah. or scene. Oh, yeah. So he, yeah. So he decides to use, for the first time ever, gunpowder as a weapon. Using well, so basically, he weaponizes fireworks that were in a town that he's defending. 
So, question, when did gunpowder actually serve being used? Because I remember having, like... I think we asked this before. Yeah. Yeah, 1100. Like, 8 centuries later. Yeah. Not, like... Well, I said it would be centuries later. Yeah, but two is not eight. <laughs> yeah. That was when the gunpowder was invented yeah. or first used militarily? Was when it was first, the formula was first written down. Uh, it was invented during the late Tang Dynasty, which was the 9th century. So, yeah. Actually, 9th, wait, 9th century? Yeah. That's year 800. Yeah. Which is why I was saying it's a couple centuries later, because Rome is currently... It takes, even with all these Putting things, pressure on other takes... nations around them to uh, advance technologically. Yeah, and particularly China because they can actually do that. Yeah. Also, like, uh, you know, some immortal soldiers could do really well. Let's try and focus on the whole, you know, making a mortality thing and making this immortal hero that can't be felt by mortal weapons. And it was like, I have created this powder that will make us immortal. Let me slay the blaze. <laughs> ah! Oh, uh, so... They probably will make us immortal, but we can use that for something. <laughs> yeah, so the Tang Dynasty, uh, for reference, started in 618 and ended in 907. So what was the dynasty in place in, say, uh, 500? Uh, before that, that was the Zhao Dynasty. Oh, no, uh, oh, that's weird. It was the Zhao one of Dynasty the... was inside the Tang Dynasty. Huh. So, uh, it was preceded by the Sui Dynasty, which only lasted from 581 to 618. Actually, that would be, uh, what is the immediately before the Sui Dynasty? Like, is it one and of those... The Sui Dynasty only took up, like, this much space. Yeah, that's, I, was, uh, was, uh, wasn't that, like, another Warring States period? I believe so. The, yeah, the Tang Dynasty was the, it was, it was regarded as a Golden Age. Huh. Well. Oh dear. Oh no. Did Rome invade China while they were still a bunch of feuding states? That's why I'm looking up. Because. That would be incredible. Either this could unify China early. Yeah, that being or China just gets steamrolled because it's not unified anymore. That being said, this is like a hundred years later. Rome was probably busy governing itself for a while, and it would have to move through the entire Middle East, which is a fucking desert, and it has Afghanistan in it. No one can hold Afghanistan for long. Yeah, I know that much about history. Yeah. Even Alexander the Great couldn't get that much further past Afghanistan. Yeah, well, he couldn't really handle any of the territory he conquered. He kind of just he's a, went he, into places. And he's a conqueror, people. not a ruler. Yeah, no, he was a shit ruler. He was a great general, but oh, yeah, a terrible fantastic ruler. fantastic general, but absolutely shit as a ruler. And immediately lost all of that yep. territory. He died in a tent, and then his kids had to divide it up, and then all of their things fell apart. Pretty soon. Yeah. To the strongest, he said. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, uh, okay, so you made your event, Throne Touch to Invade China, but failed to the unfamiliar territory in the recent invention of gunpowder as a weapon. Yeah. They uh, try to reach China, but they don't even make it to China. <laughs> okay. Actually, yeah, it's already built roads on sand dunes. <laughs> yeah, they kind of... Yeah, their entire strategy revolves around putting roads in place after they conquer somewhere. Which, so they can easily deploy troops and maintain yeah, them. which is very effective, but it's also very slow. Yeah. So, and right uh, over those next two centuries, they're just kind of, you know, consolidating their power, which is something Rome never did. Yeah. And it's And they're by... starting to use all that steam power to uh, basically, because they're not having this influx of slaves due to conquering. Mm-hmm. They're now focusing a lot more heavily on that steam power. Yeah. Which is the reason why they're focusing on all that steam power. Because slaves are infinitely cheaper. But mm-hmm. now there are the slaves are starting to die away. And oh hey, the steam engine was invented. We can use that instead. And now we're having an agricultural revolution. For that being said, there might have been they might have compensated that somehow expanded the prison system. So a lot of the time so basically if you commit some small if you commit some small crime, uh, the punishment is indentured servitude for a specific number of years to the person you wronged, but people would game the system and kinda of fuck everyone over. Your executions, more slaves. Because you know, it's Romans. Yeah, they like their slaves. Their society is built around their slaves. Yep. They're gonna even if they don't have any new conquer slaves, they're gonna get more slaves. Yep. We need more the main slaves. problem with <laughs> the main problem with ancient civilizations in general. Slavery. Yep. So uh granted it wasn't the racially charged very very bad slavery. Oh, it was that, it was just conquered. You are you are my servant. Are you defending just... slavery? <laughs> what? How did he even come to that conclusion? Other than just want to make me look bad in front of tens of people. Hey, fives of people. Well, no, those are subscribers, not people that watch. Some sure. people could just watch and just not subscribe. But well, no, I'm not. That's what I do a lot of the time. According to Podbean, there are only two followers, one of which is the Tabletop and Tangents account, and the yeah, other is me. Yeah. Oh, okay, that explains it. But yeah, no, uh, they ran out of people to conquer, so they just started using prisoners. And steam. And that's why they're able to maintain their holdings. Yeah. Which is something Rome was not used to. No, Rome was kind of kind conquered of bad at that. Yeah, Rome was kind of conquer heavy, and that's the only reason why they were stable. They kept getting these influxes of new resources from conquered lands. And that's actually the basis for fascism. Hmm? That was the basis for Italian fascism under Mussolini as well. Return to Roman. Uh, yep. Uh, of course. Mm-hmm. And we see how well that worked out. Yep. 
didn't because it's a stupid fucking system that doesn't work unless you're already huge. Mm-hmm. It's a way to consolidate power, not to create it. Yeah, exactly. And Italy at the time had virtually no power, and he was, yeah. I might be wrong, but the Pope at the time was really a pain in the ass to Mussolini, so Mussolini just let Vatican City be his own thing so the Pope wouldn't interfere with his government. Is that the reason why the Vatican City is its own country? Yes. Huh. Because Mussolini didn't want to have to talk to the Pope. You know what? I'm going to give you a tiny sovereign nation. So you can't say shit about my rule. You are not part of my country anymore. Fuck you. Fuck off. Here's a country. Don't talk to me. Basically. Though that is a gross oversimplification, and I am not an expert on history at all. No, we are lay people. We're amateurs. I'm a particularly stupid lay person. So, listeners, you should not listen to me. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. You should listen to us, but you also take everything we say with a grain of salt. Or, you know... You should take everything I say with a salt lick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I'm probably wrong. Yeah, a- anyone listening, uh, do your research. Yeah, do your research. This thing I'm breaking off. We'll talk about it when we're done. Let's continue. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you we did we did Peter's scenes and stuff. Yeah. Person two is left to them make event period or a scene. <sighs> Having Me. to do with the relation between China and Rome. Mm. Well hmm. I actually don't know much about Chinese history during this period. Which is also a dark era. Yeah. No, I need to research Chinese history a lot more, just because I only really know the Ming and the Tang dynasties. More than I know. And the Chin, but everyone knows about the Chin. About the Chin Chin. That was... The first... (laughs) The first time China was unified is kind of a big deal. Just a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. The chin. Uh. <laughs> yep. And that is where they get the name. So, when did Confucianism take hold? I believe it was during this time period, actually. I mean, I recently just saw, like, uh, the Crash Course World History episode on China. Yeah. We should kind of just debate history, or talk about, not debate, but discuss history a bit more. Well, this is the excellent opportunity to yeah. do so. We've been doing that this entire time. Yeah. It's actually really fascinating. Microscope. Yeah, Maybe you'll learn about history. Yeah, if I go back to school, I might actually just switch my major. Really? Uh... Confucianism developed from what was later called the Hundred Schools of Thought from teachings of Chinese philosopher Confucius, 551 through 479 BCE. Yep. So, yeah, it would be around. Oh, yeah, Confucianism's old. 
Again, Confucianism happened at around this time. Yeah, there was a revival from 618 to 907. And it developed in response to Buddhism and Taoism and was reformulated as Neo-Confucianism. And this was also the reasoning behind the scholar class. Yep. We're very, very important in the... And this is what I remember from that uh, Crash Course episode is... uh, Yeah, the scholars are very important in making sure that emperors acted the way they did. They were basically the ones that enforced the mandate of heaven. They were ones like, because the the mandate of heaven happened because... Well, if you're if you act like a good emperor, as historically good emperors have been, then your family line will continue to be emperor. If not, your family line will not be emperor, and all this shit will happen. Instead of all this shit happens, so those revolts happen, and you're no longer the emperor because they're angry. <laughs> well, as any, you kind of put the cart before the horse. As any ruling class would have you know. The peasants aren't people. So everything they do is because you fucked up. Oh, that's kind of, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get that intentionally wrong in as many ways as possible. Well, no, but... Well, also s- sort of seeming kind of right. That's kind of the thing. Isn't. He kind of is right. The peasants were... Depending on the culture, we're kind of treated like less than people. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, why else would serfdom be a thing? Oh, yeah. China, actually, if I remember correctly, had a very rigid caste system. It did. And oh. oddly enough, you know why I know that? Because hmm. of uh, f- the fucking Iron Claw supplement for uh, the China region. The fucking furry RPG. Oh, I forgot that existed. I didn't. I can't. Yeah. Oh, speaking of furry RPGs, <sighs> Werewolf the Apocalypse, Shattered Dreams, anyone? That's the one where you play as Pharaoh during the War of Rage. Does that count as furry, though? Lycanthropy? Hmm? Anything can count as furry if you try hard enough. Okay, so, I wouldn't... Well, there are degrees of furry. E- well, Okay. Metis totally are. Mm. I think we can agree on that. Yeah, yeah, Metis are... Yeah, Metis are totally furries. They're all furries. Yeah, they're furries. Uh, They were born that way. Lupus, or whatever the other thing called... Or whatever the other Other pharaoh called them. I'm not using the term otherkin. Fuck you. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, that's Changeling the Dreaming. (laughs) <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> but no. Lupus uh, that... are like other kin, but for people. Yeah, they're like Lupus, reverse other kin. Lupus are that's a dog, and you should feel bad. But I can talk to him, and it's smart, like a person. True, but you, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not looking to make any moral judgment. So that's okay. I don't. <laughs> want to make any moral judgments, but you should feel bad. It's not whether it's good or bad, it's just that you should feel bad. (laughs) 
you still guilt regardless of whether it's right or wrong. <laughs> yeah. But then again, you're not human anymore, so why should you listen to the human rules? Go ahead, fuck as many rules as you want. Yeah, you can this read is, true with them. For this fun. is part of why I prefer Forsaken over Apocalypse. No wolf fucking. Yes. <laughs> Your human spirit, not people who can fuck wolves. Or a wolf that or can turn wolf. human. <laughs> yeah, true. Or some horrific abomination that's a mix of the two. Um. So yeah, this uh, this podcast is rated adult for a reason. Well, by the way, medics who take the deformity that they don't have any fur. Uh. Yes. Have you ever seen a shaved bear? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone listening? Google shaved bear. It's it, it does. They do not look how you'd think they'd look. They're pathetic sons of bitches. I can't believe how many conversations I'm gonna have to go through. We were talking about Confucianism, right? <laughs> yes. The name of this episode is Confucianism and Shaved Bears. <laughs> <laughs> From Confucianism to Shaved Bear. No, it's Confucianism, Arrow, Shaved Bear. <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> <laughs> I need to bring out my conspiracy board. Second Fusionism. Uh, fuck, what were you we talking about? Oh, uh, we were talking about fucking wolves. <laughs> you were supposed to make a period event or scene based yeah, what around... Were we, what were we talking about? I don't, talking you about brought up Iron Claw, which made me think, oh yeah, uh, Shattered Dreams game would be kind of cool. Okay, Iron Claw, Cast System, Scholars, that's where it went. It's, uh, we need uh, more information on the uh, Romance of the Three Kingdoms. And the room went silent. Hmm. Ah, gee. The more you know. And less you know, the more awkward it gets. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you deny everything. Actually, a pretty good gift. Romance of the Three Kingdoms. According to Wikipedia, I personally Romance wouldn't fuck any of them. What? It's a novel. You didn't know that? Yeah. I mean, I knew it was a novel. I was like, what? What did you say? I, my, my brain. Oh, the Romance of the Three Kingdoms period started in, uh, Wow, before even Constantine happened. It ended before Constantine happened. Uh, hmm. Yeah, the Han Dynasty was the 220s to 280. What does China have to trade? Let's try to focus on that. And if we decide to pick up this game next time, we'll probably have done more research on China. Yeah, so, uh... Well, Silk, for one. Yeah. When I'm looking up 6th century in China... What what does China have in abundance? Their silk, porcelain, they know how to make paper. Tea. Tea could definitely I mean that's why the British conquered them. They they were fucking addicted to tea. Yeah. Oh funny thing. You know why the you know why Americans prefer coffee over tea? Nope. 
because they wanted to not be British, so they stopped drinking tea and started drinking coffee for their caffeine instead. Uh, plus coffee was cheaper. Coffee was cheaper. In the last century marks the end of classical antiquity and the beginning of the Middle Ages. Ha! Not in our verts. Ooh! This is when Cosro happened. I forgot. Oh my god, I just realized. This is when Justinian happened. Yeah. Uh, Justin, do you know about Justin Ian? Uh, it would be a different history, though. It would be, but... Oh my god, Justinian never existed. Mm-hmm. Uh, or he did. Never felt. Or he did. God, what? Justinian might have never been born. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. Let's make it easier on ourselves and say he was. Let's just say that stuff proceeded pretty much as it would otherwise. Uh, Lineage-wise, anyway. Yeah. Uh, at least for the noble family. Yeah. It, it would, not. Noble families are all just... technically the same person, so of course they'd be the same people. Uh, anyway, the... Uh... They're so inbred, they're just the same person. Anyway... Actually, we just established that they weren't. So that wouldn't make any sense. It's entirely possible that Justinian could rise from Asia Minor, and because there's a Byzantine Empire, that's just owned by the Romans now. Yeah, no, there. Yeah, the Byzantine Empire doesn't exist. It's yeah. part, it's just Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. And in Asia Minor, there arose a new. Oh, that's what we do. No, oh, uh, China didn't actually happen. It's not only because of logistics problems. Also, the Silk Road was apparently... Don't scrap this idea. The Silk Road was apparently around from the 1st century BC. Oh. Uh, hmm. But was it a road? No, it wasn't a physical road. Uh, there we go. Well, That's why uh, Romans and Yeah, the earliest Roman glassware bowl found in China was on Earth. From a Western Han tomb in Guangzhou. I'm butchering the pronunciation. Probably. Dated it's to China. the first century BC, indicating that Roman commercial items were being imported through the South China Sea. Oh. Through the sea. Yeah. But after uh, land trade. Let's actually just pedal this back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh given the steam power. Uh also, uh, China actually did some research. Apparently for 150 years before the uh, late uh, 6th century, they were divided into two dynasties. One to the north and one to the south. Yeah. Probably uh, another significant wrinkle in that fact. In northern China, they mostly grow wheat. And in southern China, because it's a lot more humid, they mostly grow rice. Mm-hmm. So, so your uh, your bao and and bread and steam breads and all that stuff is usually a northern China kind of thing. Just you know, a little interesting bit of history. But go on. So, um, just want to know if that might help. I'm just gonna say stuff still happens, but the reasoning's a bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, Romans decided that they can conquer them. They've got a bunch of resources, but what has their military ever done? A lot really, but the Romans don't know this. And then they pulled out their gun. Yep, and then they pulled out their gun. Yeah, the, 
Yeah, the Romans are like, they're too busy fighting each other. We'll just let them, uh, you know, we'll let them take care of their thing. We're going to consolidate our power. And when they try to unify against us, we're, we'll just crush them. There's some other generation's problem. Yeah. You know how Justinian actually came to power? Mm. Uh, because the Roman line, actually, the actual line of succession was broken. What if that's what happened in this timeline, too? What if the long-running Constantinian dynasty abruptly ended? And then Justin, used to be a, who uh, went from simple swine herd in uh, the old... Uh, the old uh, oh, apparently it was in the, uh, the old timeline instead was a uh, nobleman from uh, Asia Minor, that region of the uh, the eastern region of the empire. You know, he, he was a good uh, he was a good soldier. He was a good he was a decent you know general and peacekeeper. But his nephew Justinian, well, again, like in the old timeline, he was kind of the brains behind the throne, and eventually. When Justin took control, he sent he moved things back over to Justinian. Oh, that's interesting. What happened? What? What? What you? What you find out? Tell me. Oh, apparently he changed his name completely. Yeah, he did. Originally Petrus Sabatius. Yeah, he changed his name to Justinian in honor of his uncle. Yeah, and uh, also, yeah, funny thing. Watchers yeah, uh, are history. There is, during we're not the, sponsored by them, by the way. Yeah, no, we're not. <laughs> we're not sponsored by anyone. It's, yeah. Even if we were, we wouldn't be sponsored by a company, by a show that actually needs to be sponsored by video game companies. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So there's an interesting switch. Uh, once Rome becomes Christian, the emperors don't stop deifying themselves. What? They just start sanctifying themselves. Yeah. I mean, St. Constantine is already a thing. Yep. Though, later on, it becomes only a thing in the Eastern Orthodox, which is a huge thing that my dad's talked my ear off a lot about. So, uh, does Justinian start that off, then? Just the whole... What if Justinian is the reason why Christianity becomes the big religion in... uh, It could be. Very well. So is that the event we're going with? Justinian yeah. causes the spread of Christianity. Yeah. Now that's from storytelling. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I know it's a ten-part series, but check out the uh, check out the series on Justinian and Theodore, it, and then check out the uh, series on his rival Khosrow in the Sassanid Empire, which is modern Iran, mm-hmm. which might be another reason why they didn't go into China. They'd have to go. The Khosrow. And, you know, even with the whole thing of uh, steam power, yeah. it might have spread since then. Yeah. After a couple centuries. Would be interesting to have a fantasy culture that models, that gives itself the Greek model rather than the Roman one. With the whole city-states thing? Yeah, a bunch of city-states that share a fairly similar culture but are pretty much isolated from one another. Yeah, uh, the Magic the Gathering did that. They, uh, that's the Theros block. Huh. I've never... I don't read much in the Magic War. Oh, well, this is an actual... So, uh, 
set. No, but what I mean is I don't really read much into the lore behind the cards. I just try to pick whatever is the most assholey cards I can do uh, and put them all in the same deck. I once attempted to look through a bit of the lore. I couldn't find much, to be honest. Yeah. But there is probably a lot, but... There is a lot. It's There's just not all too much, actually. Yeah. There are some stories that are published. Yeah. For each set. Yeah, I have a couple magic books. Yeah. YouTube's probably a good resource just because you know that people have chronicled the shit out of these. Well, they have. There's a site called EtherHub. Mm. For example. Um. And the result, yeah, and also the Wizards actually publishes, yeah. been publishing a lot of the stories online on their site. Yeah. Huh. And some of them are pretty good. The recent crop is excellent. Oh, yeah, you're For Rivals of Ixalan, they are supremely good. Yeah, so. Okay, so Adrian's event was just an end cause of the spread of Christianity in Rome. Yes. <laughs> okay, then it's now for me to make an event or something. Yeah. Alternate history is fun when we're learning the history as we go. Probably inaccurate, but, you know. Alternate history is fun when we're learning actual history. Yeah, I know. That's why I was saying. Alternate history is a, is a learning tool. Yeah. You're really good. Mm -hmm. It tastes really familiar. Probably eaten hemp before. Probably have. Oh, jeez. No, I've eaten hemp before. Wink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I know. But that's definitely Anyway, Justin. So, uh, okay. Jeez. Uh, oh, oh, it's the oh, relation, relationship between China and Rome. China invented gunpowder to fight off Rome. They have an uneasy trade deal. Oh, you could... Um, uh, what this is teaching us is we need to learn more about ancient Chinese history. This thing's no. a lot more... Yeah... Okay, I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna say that. Oh no! Uh, uh, China and Rome start. Jeez. <sighs> Idea. What about the Suez Canal? Yeah, uh, hold. On. What if they at that point they had steam-powered digging machines? Oh, they could definitely dig the Suez Canal. And then there is a revolution of trade with China and India as a result. They can just go right, yeah. just go right past Africa, cut around to India, go through India, go over to China. I'm trying to think of like what would they. Uh, go on, work it out. They would directly like cultural exchange kind of dealy, I guess. Well, again, the Silk Road has been a thing for centuries yeah. at this point. But I'm just thinking it it's probably made easier with the new inventions made by Rome. Yeah. Uh, hmm. How do you make a sand vehicle that's powered by... Actually, probably oh. you could, and it would be way too vulnerable. Uh, All that sand would probably get gum up in the works, and it wouldn't run. So yeah, China wouldn't have any need for steam vehicles, but Rome would have need for guns and stuff. Well, Probably. the question is, when do they make gunpowder? Uh, well, I'm take I'm making this event take place in like well, at, sometime during the conflict between Rome and China. 
So do they have a conflict at that point? Because again, they're in, in two separate kingdoms, working with each other. Yeah, I know. It's just it was one of the periods that Peter also made. Question, which China did they pick a fight with? Or China or South China? I'm just being fucking vague. I'm being vague so we have room to like put more uh, stuff in. No. Since we know less about this history, if we ever do revisit this, we can fill in the gaps later. Well, we can also have some wiggle room because we're changing a whole bunch of bullshit. Retroactively. You change one thing, you change everything that comes after. Yep. Like, for example, um, uh, of the we would not exist because the Native Americans have discovered steam power. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna say China creates a new military force based entirely on using gunpowder which happened in history this happened sooner and the ripple just, attack happened and they were like maybe instead of gunpowder we focus on Confucianism like the actual class structure I think that's better for another time. Okay, so we've all had a turn. Now the lens is turned to close things out for this focus. Okay. So yeah, uh, so maybe this would be uh, China and Rome develop a mutually beneficial trade agreement with a little bit of threat of armed conflict on both sides. Mm -hmm. Cold War is a prequel. Yeah. Holy shit, so, Cold War is a prequel. Yeah. Except they're actively trading with one another. Rather than blocking each other out. So, Roman China created teeth-clenched trade agreements. Yeah. yeah, it's probably fantastic for the merchant castes of both societies. Oh, for but sure. horrible for the ruling classes. Merchants out of all the wealth. Yeah. Which would lead to the fall of the empire, because now it's just merchant princes in charge of everything. Okay. So it goes from Roman Empire to uh, medieval Italy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, okay. Just as planned. Fate reasserts itself. <laughs> The time, according to the timeline has been restored. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the New World. What's up with that? Ah, <laughs> uh, jeez. Should we visit that in another game and just have yeah. it be a microscope game entirely on its yeah. own? Okay, then. You think we're done here, then? Yeah. Okay.